It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Carolina Panthers are set to be down yet another defensive starter as Jeremy Chin is expected to miss up to six weeks. Is this the beginning of the end for Chin in Carolina? We'll talk about it right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow the show for free over on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every Wednesday throughout the rest of the regular season, I'll be answering your weekly Wednesday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me over on Twitter, at Julian Council, to get your questions in for next week's edition of the weekly Wednesday mailbag right here on Locked on Panthers. No crossover Thursday today, but every crossover Thursday, which will be back next week ahead of the Texans game, is brought to you by Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all in lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. When it rains, it pours. It has been nothing but bad news for six weeks straight for the Carolina Panthers. And they got more bad news on Wednesday afternoon as Adam Schefter, the ESPN NFL insider, reported that Panthers safety Jeremy Chin has a significant quad injury that is expected to sideline him up to six weeks per league sources. Chin does not need surgery, but he also is in the last year of his contract and scheduled to be a free agent after this season. So Jeremy Chin will miss up to six weeks. We'll see whether that report is correct or not. We got a report Earlier this season from Jeremy Fowler, also an NFL insider there at ESPN about Xavier Woods missing a significant amount of time. And it looks like Xavier Woods will be able to come back off after the bye and be ready to go instead of going on IR, which is, I guess, the reason why they didn't put him on IR. They, on IR, they decided that, hey, he's going to be good to go after the bye, maybe. So we'll see whether this ends up actually being the case for the Carolina Panthers. But as of this recording, I have not seen the Carolina Panthers put Jeremy Chin on IR, but if he's expected to miss up to six weeks, then you would expect that would be the case. He missed a period of time last year, missed six games um, in 2022 due to a hamstring injury after only missing one game in his first two years of his career for the Carolina Panthers, where he recorded 100 plus tackles in each of those seasons. The only two players in Panthers history to do that in their first two years as Panthers are Luke Keekley and John Beeson. So Jeremy Chin immediately made his mark and made his presence felt here in Carolina and looked like he was going to be one of the defensive stalwarts and the guy they could build around for the future. But there's now questions whether there is a future for Jeremy Chin in Carolina past this season. You look at the first couple years of his career, he played 97% of the snaps available to him in 2020, 99% in 2021, and 91% last year in 2022. This year so far, 
through six games, he's only played in 52% of the available defensive snaps in all six of the games that he has played. That is startling considering how Jeremy Chin was a key player for the Carolina Panthers in 2020. And looking back at that year, there's an argument to be made, and there was one made back then that he should have been the defensive rookie of the year instead of Chase Young. And if it weren't for draft position, let's be honest, Jeremy Chin probably wins that award. And he was excellent the year after. They decide for the longevity of Jeremy Chin, it makes more sense to play him at safety. And there's questions about his coverage skills, but he missed some time last year, but he's come back this year. And I've gotten plenty of questions from people asking, where's Jeremy Chin at? Why is he not making an impact? Why is he not on the field? I don't understand. Like, why is that the case? We'll go back to March when the Carolina Panthers decided that they were going to sign Von Bell, free agent safety, who had spent the last couple of years in Cincinnati after starting off his career in New Orleans with the Saints. He helped them get to the Super Bowl and the AFC title game in back-to-back years there with that excellent offense led by Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. But that defense with him and Jesse Bates and Jermaine Pratt and uh, Trey Hendrickson is a really solid unit there in Cincinnati, and he was a captain on that team. Hayden Hurst talked about how he's never been a been around a better leader, a better guy than Von Bell, and the Carolina Panthers wanted to bring that leadership here to Carolina while also allowing Jeremy Chin to go back to playing closer to the line of scrimmage like he did his rookie year when he had to play linebacker uh, really out of necessity for the Panthers in that 2020 uh, pandemic season where he was awesome and should have been the defensive rookie of the year. But once that happened, and now we've seen how things have played out, you have to wonder, does this coaching staff in this front office prefer Von Bell, who they paid, to be the starter? And he's been the starter. He missed last Sunday at Miami. But aside from that, he's been out there playing every snap. Is it possible that Von Bell is a preferred player, an option for the Carolina Panthers in this defensive scheme under Jero Averro, than... Jeremy Chin, because so far, the stats kind of lead you to believe that. And if you look at the numbers, we looked at these back when the Panthers decided to bring in Von Bell, and they decided that they wanted to move Jeremy Chin closer to the line of scrimmage. He's listed as a nickelback on the depth chart uh, for the Panthers. That's where he's really played. Uh, his completion percentage allowed on targets compared to Von Bell. Back in 2020, we're going to look at the last four years. Back in 2020, um, his rookie year, playing linebacker, he gave up 73.4% um, completions on every time he was targeted, on, like on the targets. So he allowed that, while Von Bell allowed 64.4%. In 2021, Chin allowed 64.7% of passes that he was uh, targeted to be completed, while Von Bell was at 75.4%. 2022 was 68% for Jeremy Chin. Von Bell barely below him uh, by 0.1, allowed 67.9%. Then this year so far, Jeremy Chin has allowed 54.5%, while Von Bell has allowed 58.3%. Like, those numbers are pretty similar. Like, Chin didn't have a great year in 2020 as a rookie playing linebacker. Surprise, surprise. But that year is pretty comparable to 2021 when what Von Bell did as a safety um, for the for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, helping them get to the Super Bowl. Now, if you look at pass rating allowed when targeted compared to Von Bell over the last four years, 2020, Jeremy Chin, 115.5. Von Bell, 120.7. 2021, 105.3 for Jeremy Chin, 113.6 uh, when you look at Von Bell. Then last year, 93.2 for Jeremy Chin. Then it's 64.0 for Von Bell. And then this year so far, 108.1. 
compared to 53.8. So Jeremy Chin, not as good in coverage statistically when you look at pass rating allowed uh, compared to Von Bell. So Von Bell, I guess, is a better fit there at safety than Jeremy Chin is. But still, if you have a player who has made an impact on this defense, whether the coaching staff is here before or not, they watch film. They should be aware of what kind of player Jeremy Chin is. Frank Reich saw Chin back during joint practices a couple years ago ahead of the 2021 season when the Panthers were up there in Indianapolis before their preseason opener where Chin didn't play in that game, but he saw Jeremy Chin. He has to have an understanding of the kind of player that he has. So it's just weird to me that Chin has not played. So I can only go back to the offseason where they brought in Von Bell and they presented it as, oh, this is going to be the best thing for the team and for Jeremy Chin to put him in more of a playmaking position. The only problem is Jeremy Chin's not making plays. So when you combine all of that and you think about it, he's a free agent coming up in March after the season. He's now injured after being injured last year. And have you seen a single report about the Panthers and Jeremy Chin having contract extension talks? I haven't. We've read reports about Brian Burns, and they haven't even come to terms there as we're still here in the bye week, and it doesn't seem like that's going to happen during the season at all. That we're going to be waiting until March, maybe July, if they decide to franchise tag, which will be the case if they are not able to come to terms before the franchise tag deadline there in March. It's just interesting to me. We haven't heard anything about it. I think fans look at Jeremy Chin as a key player. I've looked at Jeremy Chin as well as someone who should be a key player for the Carolina Panthers, someone they can build around. When you have Brian Burns, you have Derek Brown, you have J.C. Horn if he can stay healthy. Like You have guys at all three levels who you think you can be able to build around. But right now with Jeremy Chin, I'm just wondering, will he be a Panther next year based off of the percentage of snaps he's played this year, the lack of impact that he's had in the scheme, and now it's just back-to-back years where he's going to miss a significant amount of time due to injury. Now, the one thing about it is, I had talked about, and I think some people have also mentioned this um, as well, if you're not going to pay Chin, and if you're not going to play Chin, why not go ahead and you trade him at the deadline? Well, they can't do that now that he's injured. So Jeremy Chin will at least be a Panther the remainder of the season, uh, but heading into March... There are some serious questions whether Jeremy Chin will be wearing black and blue in 2024, whether it's Frank Reich's staff or Scott Fitter as a GM. I, who knows? But it does not feel all that um, strong as far as uh, the chances that Jeremy Chin will be back here in Carolina next year now with this injury and the lack of in- impact that he's been able to make, the minimal impact he's been able to make so far this season here in Carolina. So Jeremy Chin's not the only Panthers defensive player to get Start uh, to get injured. Speaking of starters, there's been multiple, and the numbers because of those injuries have been just awful. We'll look at the impact that injuries have had on the Carolina Panthers defense here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. It's a simple fact. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit better and they're much cheaper. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird Dogs are functional for any occasion, whether you're playing golf, going out on a date, having an evening out with your friends, by the pool, working out, lounging, or working from home, or even at work. Bird Dogs are the perfect shorts and pants for you. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL. 
or enter promo code locked on NFL at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. I promise you. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The hits keep coming for the Carolina Panthers as they lose yet another defensive starter as Jeremy Chin is expected to miss up to six weeks with a significant quad injury, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the second year in a row that Chin will miss uh, at least six games. That report ends up being the case as he missed six games last year with a hamstring injury before coming back in the latter part of the season. And there is some serious doubt of whether uh, Jeremy Chin will come back to Carolina next year. There have been no reports about contract talks. That does not mean there have not been contract extension talks. I just would have thought going to year three after being an excellent player for two years for the Carolina Panthers, being banged up the year prior, but still one of the key defensive players for the Panthers, you would have thought that maybe, just maybe, they'd want to lock up Jeremy Chin instead of having him go into free agent free agency potentially this March, but it looks like they're going to let him uh, test the free agent waters, and we'll see if the Panthers are all that interested in bringing back Chin after they sign Von Bell to a multi-year deal to effectively replace Jeremy Chin there at safety and move Jeremy Chin into what they called a more playmaking role. That has not been the case through six weeks, and Jeremy Chin will now be out up to six weeks and maybe even more, and this could be the final season for Chin in Carolina. But Chin being out, is, of course, bad news uh, for the Panthers overall, but especially the Panthers defensive unit that has struggled mightily through six weeks due to the injuries that they have suffered. We have not seen Marquise Haynes play a single game this season. I was asked on the weekly Wednesday mailbag yesterday uh, whether it might make sense to send Justin Houston, a veteran, to a competitor to get some compensation there as Carolina Panthers approach the deadline, of course, as the worst team in the NFL by record. I still don't think they're the worst team in the NFL, but I guess right now they are. Uh, But that would make sense for the Carolina Panthers part ways with him. But they need to get Marquise Haynes back, not first, but you would like for it to happen pretty quickly after they decide to trade Justin Houston, if they do, in fact, trade Justin Houston or trade Brian Burns. Someone's got to rush the passer. They can't be completely uh, bereft of pass-rushing talent if they decide to part ways with Houston, who has not had much of an impact, and, of course, with Burns, who is their best pass rusher, their best player on this team right now. So we have not even seen Marquise Haynes because of a back injury that's really hampered him since late July when he got down to Spartanburg for training camp. So I'm not sure what kind of impact he would have when he comes back, but he has not played, and that has hurt the Carolina Panthers. Uh, And they've been fine getting after the passer. But on Sunday against the Dolphins, one quarterback hit on 32 and 31 dropbacks. That is unacceptable for that to ever happen in a game at this level with a team that has a multi-time pro bowler and Brian Burns and other guys that are clearly capable of getting after the passer. So Jeremy Chin expected to miss up to six weeks. Marquise Haynes has missed all six games they've played so far. There's been no update on him and when he would return. Um, Von Bell missed on Sunday due to a quad injury. It doesn't appear to be that serious. They haven't said anything about it. 
Uh, so we'll see if he's ready to go next Sunday against the Texans. So, you know, missed last Sunday, gets all this week, it's next week. So he's got a couple of weeks really to get ready and be uh, ready to go. Uh, Xavier Woods, who hurt his hamstring there in Seattle in the first half, he has missed the last three games. The Panthers opted to not put him on IR, uh, despite the reports uh, from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN.com that he was going to miss, I think it was like the four or six week timetable. Uh, they decided not to do that because they have the bye week. Now they felt like it wasn't necessary that he could be available after the bye. That was something that was reported by Darren Gant of Panthers.com earlier this week, but he's missed the last three games. Shaq Thompson, who broke his leg um, in that Monday night game during week two, he has missed uh, the last four games, and he will miss you know the last uh, 15 games of the season because that is a season-ending injury. And J.C. Horn, who went out right before halftime with the hamstring injury in Atlanta, he has missed the last five games. He is meeting with a doctor this week, and that will allow the Carolina Panthers to then look forward to what the next steps are for his eventual hopeful return. And there's questions of should he return at all. I think that he needs to return considering – the Panthers need to make a decision come May on whether to exercise his fifth-year option. And if he does not play this season, <laughs> then, well, of course, they can't do that. But for J.C. Horn, I would want to play. I would want to prove, hey, I am a good player. When healthy, I can stay healthy for the remainder of the season. I can help this team win games. But even with that, it's a tough sell. Considering the amount of time that he's missed, I feel like the hay is already in the barn there. The Carolina Panthers cannot uh, take that kind of financial risk and – exercise his fifth-year option when the time comes. That's some key players on the defense that I've missed time. Both, and I even missed uh, Dante Jackson. He missed the game as well with a, I believe it was a shoulder. So Dante has missed time. JC has missed time. Shaq Thompson is out for the rest of the season. Xavier Woods has missed time. Von Bell, Marquise Haynes, now Jeremy Chen is going to miss time. We've seen Frankie Louvu go out with injuries in the middle of games. Brian Burns, Derek Brown, they've both been on the injury report. Not just football. Everybody at some point in time is going to be on the injury report. Whether they miss time or not, that is always what's most important. But availability has been real difficult for the Carolina Panthers to uh, find so far for some of their key defensive players this season. And what has that led to? Well, it's led the Panthers to give up the second most points in the NFL through six weeks. They've given up 186 points. You divide that by six, and that is 31 points per game. Just awful. Denver's the only team that's worse, and it's interesting because Denver had a Jero Vero last year. Now, I'm not putting this on a Jero Vero. Like, yeah, that's kind of a link to it. But let's be honest, we just talked about the injuries. Like, that's why it is. But just looking at the numbers, man, uh, opponents have scored on 43.5% of their drives against the Panthers' defense this season. That's the fifth worst in the NFL. Um, their 5.7 yards per play allowed is tied for fifth most in the NFL. They allow the fifth most rushing yards per attempt at 4.9. They've given up the most, the second most first downs at 50. Only 7.2% of the defensive series have ended in an offensive turnover by their opponents so far this season. That's fifth worst in the NFL you watch on Sunday and you can just see it. A defense that had plenty of promise entering the year is now just completely devastated by injuries. And who knows? Will Horn, I imagine he'll be back here next year, uh, but will will we see Dante Jackson next year? Will Shaq Thompson come back next season? Xavier Woods, I imagine, would return. Um, Von Bell as well because of his contract. Marquise Haynes, is he back? in Carolina, Jeremy Chin. Like there's a lot of questions to be asked about this defense. And we're seeing the replacement level guys 
that are backups are not good enough. So the Panthers, it's not just that they need to potentially bring in new defensive starters, just get these guys back healthy. They need to go out and find some better depth on this defense. Because so far, when the Sam Franklins, who I think have kind of have played well, but you have the guys like DiCaprio Boodle, they've had the signs of the uh, the roster. The guys like um, Deshaun Jameson, who have been called up and have been starters. When you see Matthias Sparley get called off of the uh, practice squad, like that's the kind of issues that they've had. Some of the guys that they've had to bring up from the secondary practice squad, whether they're off somebody else's roster or not, they have struggled. So the Panthers need to find some better depth. And that's a thing that a lot of NFL teams are also trying to do. But for the Panthers, especially on defense and on offense as well, they need way more depth than they have because they lose one starter. It's already a massive drop us. But when they lose this many, it is just a critical hit for the entire defensive unit. So that's just a, a look at the numbers so far through the first six weeks of the season and what kind of impact injuries have had for the, on the Carolina Panthers defensive unit uh, so far this year. Uh, but with injuries, it comes opportunities for some other guys. Carolina Panthers made a roster move on Tuesday. We'll talk about that and look at the depth chart and see who might be able to step up in the absence of Jeremy Chin there at Nickelback. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you have been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. Think about it. You got a free Sunday on the couch, no Panthers game. Why not fire up FanDuel? Of course, if you're in a state that legally has betting, not quite yet, North Carolina, but next year, the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Carolina Panthers need some guys to step up on defense. That has not really been the case for the majority of the guys that have been called upon so far this season. I do think that Troy Hill... Has done a good job. The veteran who the Panthers signed right before the final week of the preseason. He came in, had a pick six. Just an awful throw by Mike White on Sunday. But it was a significant touchdown for some that ended up not being all that significant at the end of the day. But I feel like Troy Hill has come out and played well. He's been what you would hope for a guy who had experience in this system to come in and bring a veteran presence. He's been an upgrade over Keith Taylor, who the Carolina Panthers uh, cut during roster cutdown day. I think C.J. Henderson has overall been better this year than he has the last couple of seasons. He, he couldn't get worse, so I appreciate that he has developed into a, a better, more reliable player for the Carolina Panthers. But behind them in the secondary, at least that corner, hasn't really been the case. Deshaun Jameson, he had his moment. He got that nasty block on Kirk Cousins at the end of that pick six that Sam Franklin had. 
But overall, he's had his own struggles, which is to be expected from a rookie out of Texas who's undersized there at 5'9". DiCaprio Boodle, he gets signed to the active roster after being elevated for three straight weeks. He's had his ups and downs as well, which again is to be expected from a young player on this team. Uh, But at safety, I really think that Sam Franklin's done a great job when given the opportunity. He had that P.I. uh, against... Uh, on Justin Jefferson against the Vikings, and then got the pick six to make up for it, even though, you know, the P.I. call is a bad throw. I don't really love when they do that, when they bail out bad throws. We we got to get that out of football. You think the pass, the um, roughing the passer is bad? I hate when a quarterback severely underthrows a wide receiver and the DB doesn't turn around. Well, okay, the ball is like, they can't, the receiver's not even locating the ball. It's so far behind him. It was like, oh, yeah, let's just go ahead and throw a flag for a ball the guy was never going to catch. I don't get it. Also, whatever happened to... The balls that are going out of bounds on the sideline, too, that are clearly uncatchable. Why do they never do the uncatchable again anymore? They never do it. So many balls that are uncatchable that end up being PIs. And it's not because there's pass interference on the play that the ball is uncatchable. It was uncatchable because it was a bad throw. Um, end rant. But I think Sam Franklin has played well um, in the absence of Xavier Woods' last couple of weeks. So some credit to those guys, uh, especially um, Troy Hill, C. Henderson, and uh, Sam Franklin. But... Some other guys need to step up. Alex Cook was signed off of the Giants practice squad. He is a safety out of the University of Washington. So another Husky here on the roster. And big weekend for those guys last week. We'll see what kind of role he has. I don't know uh, whether he can play uh, in the slot at nickel or not. But some added depth in, you know, if Xavier Woods not back in time, that would be something where, yes, he would need to play. Von Bell, maybe he has a more significant injury than we know about. But getting some more depth there, that helps him. Uh, Jamie Robinson is someone who you would think maybe he can step up. He played a lot of nickel the last couple seasons at Florida State as an all-ACC player. He was the fifth-round draft pick out of FSU. He so far has played one, uno, un, one defensive snap this season. Is it not time to give him an opportunity? It's just interesting when you see guys like Deshaun Jameson get an opportunity and DiCaprio Boodle. Now you're saying Alex Cook, who's a rookie out of Washington. You see all these guys getting opportunities, but one of the guys that you drafted isn't playing at all aside from on special teams. So I get safety, but you've is a position where Von Bell's playing a lot, Woods is playing a lot when they're healthy, and then you got Sam Franklin, who's a veteran, but they brought up Matthias Farley to start last week instead of Jamie Robinson. So is that another missed evaluation when it comes to the draft? Because DJ Johnson, that seems to be, it's going to take some time, but that's time. He can't really afford him that much time. He's 25. He's only 29 by the end of the rookie deal. And Jamie Robinson's not playing, and you're having guys who are practice squad dudes up there. You're getting another safety off of the practice squad up in New York with the Giants. What's going on here with Jamie Robinson? Zavala hasn't looked great when he's played. God bless him. Hopefully that that's not going to be an injury with the stinger that's going to keep him out too long. So glad it wasn't worse than what it appeared on that Sunday in that loss against the Lions when he was carted off and he was able to travel back with the team. Thank God for that. Um, Mingo's had a minimal impact, and then Bryce has not looked, and it's not all on Bryce. So I understand. But but we were sold that Bryce was going to be like ready to go week one. But we're saying that hey, Bryce is a rookie. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yes, of course he's going to have some struggles. But you thought it looked a little bit better for Bryce than it has so far. So I'm just looking at this draft class, and it's still it's a little bit too early. Not a little way too early to really pass a ton of judgment. I'm just wondering where the hell is Jamie Robinson, and is he going to now get an opportunity to play there 
at nickel? Are you going to put guys like Deshaun Jamison there instead? I, I just want to know. And when this is a season that's lost, and the only thing that matters is development from your quarterback, from your new play caller in Thomas Brown, look at some of the young players as well. Is it, start time to, is it time to start developing Jamie Robinson, especially if there's a bunch of injuries um, in the secondary? Why not give him an opportunity? So that's just something I'm wondering. I'm not out there practice. Don't really know uh, whether he looks like he's ready to go or not. It's just interesting that uh, one of your draft picks, and it's really those day three picks that have killed the Panthers where they have missed so many times over the last couple of seasons when Rule was here and now with Scott Fitter as well as general manager. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see how it works out. But uh, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, y'all subscribe or follow the show for free over on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Wednesday I'll be back once again to answer your weekly Wednesday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me over on Twitter, at Julian Council. But in the meantime, be safe. Be happy, be whole, as always, keep pounding, and I'll talk to y'all on Friday. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.